Hello and welcome back to another episode of Triton Nation Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Gonzalez, uh, Director of Athletics and Student Life at Pacific Christian High School. Uh, this episode is presented to you by the Pacific Athletic Network. We're thankful again for Chelsea Financial Studio, partnering with them, our producer Mark, our SID Mariah, uh, putting all this together. Today on this show, we have Jeff Barakoff, Yo, Ron Sampson. Morning. Uh, the boys, the athletic department. Um, not just th- There's more to our athletic department than just these guys, but as part of our executive administrative team, we thought this episode would be fun. Um, we're getting a lot of questions right now, the questions about, hey, what's going on with high school sports in the sense of things are returning, are there post-seasons, what are fans, are they allowed in gyms, You know, what are testing policies? There's just been a lot, a lot for our listeners and our viewers who maybe haven't um, followed as closely as we have, just how fast this landscape has changed in the last month from having nothing to now, <laughs> you know, I go to a soccer game and this is packed, right? So mm-hmm. part of this episode is just the three of us up here talking a little bit, answering some questions we had on our social media this week, throughout the week, a place for you guys, our listeners, our viewers to ask questions and get thoughts from us. Um, so the three of us are here to answer them and talk a little bit, but let's talk you know, a little bit about maybe some of our gym sports. I'm going to hit up Jeff, who is, um, for those of you who don't know, is our assistant AD of internal operations. Um, so he's in charge of kind of running the day-to-day, specifically with gym sports, and he's our head boys basketball coach. Jeff, what what's going on in the high school world for, for sports right now, specifically with basketball? What, what do you know? People are hooping. hooping. Boys and girls are getting the gym, and little by little, spectators are funneling in, and from 25% capacity to looks like now 50% capacity and yeah. people are live streaming games and kids are happy. Parents are happy. Um, we just, we're, we're just going through March madness in the college world. So mm-hmm. hoops is pumping right now. And uh, for California, that's a really big thing because we were, we were the last state to play high school boys basketball and girls basketball. And, and we just started here recently in the last couple of weeks. So uh, there's a lot of great things going on in the basketball world right now ucla is in the final four check that out uh, a lot of gonzaga which is west coast a lot of socal kids on these teams uh, really represent how incredible uh west coast basketball especially california is yeah what is the what's the like the vibe with maybe you know you're a member of i'm gonna butcher it skipba skipka skipka which is the kind of southern california basketball high school basketball mm-hmm. coach association what's the vibe within that what are other schools doing i mean you have a vast network of high school coaches What's what are they what are they experiencing with their own programs with pushback from administration? You know, I know Pacifica we've been pretty open with like getting our kids after it. Testing's a big issue. You know, what what's the landscape with high school basketball? Kind of boys and girls since yeah, good question. I won't speak for Skip because I we we haven't really um, heard anything from them lately. Uh, but as far as our, our coaches network, every high school is different. Public, mm-hmm. private, what county you're in, um, what's the vision of the school, uh, how closely are you following the rules and regulations? Uh, some schools have played 50 to 60 games before the actual season has started um, in Arizona and all these other places, mm. and some haven't even been able to get inside of their gym. Uh, some some schools have been practicing without playing games, and some schools are just going six days a week, seven days a week with AAU teams and all these sorts of things going on. So everybody has had a different experience and journey. Mm. Uh, the great thing is now all high schools are back to back to playing. Mm. So we have, we have some high schools, public schools, let's say a public school that they've had two weeks of practice and they haven't practiced for six months and now they're playing official games. And they may be lining up, they may be lining up against a team who's been to Arizona five times, who's played 32 games, wherever it may be, and they're facing off to each other, which is such a 
a crazy dynamic, which that's why this year, when it's all said and done, it's it should be a fun year. Yeah. Wins and losses and records should be thrown out the window. The kids are playing. The boys and girls are playing. It's not a fair playing field this year as far as you have some L.A. County schools who, you know, I have some very, you know, close friends out there, very good programs, have been playing outside for four weeks. Mm-hmm. And they're not using a club name and playing in Arizona or, you know, somewhere else. So they're literally now a top 20 school in California, and they're showing up and now they're playing after two weeks of trying to put their stuff in or then the outdoor courts. I was going to say, have they been all outdoors this whole time? Yeah. So yeah. it's just, it's crazy. Every, everybody's experience is different. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why at the end of at the end of this this year this season for indoor sports it should be look a success because our kids got to be in there yeah. our coaches mm-hmm. got to be able to mentor our youth and these kids are now active they're happy they're connected mm-hmm. and that's what it, that's what it's all about so I know myself and my staff as far as the basketball uh, the boys basketball team we are fired up that we're back playing we're around the guys um, and for us that's that means it's, it's yeah. a successful year. Yeah. Now, and, and for some of our people that are watching and listening, you know, a big part of us being able to get back to this, and we've had a ton of pushback, and I know a lot of people have asked questions and why, and I'll let Ron jump in on this one. But the key to all this has been the testing. It's been that uh, according to the CDPH and CIF following their, their guidelines, you know, for indoor sports to return, they had to follow the college guidelines that were set. And we had um, – you know, we had Mike Daniels, who's the GSAC commissioner on here, and we've talked a little bit, you know, beyond the show, kind of what they're doing as far as testing. Pacifica now is testing twice a week. You know, Ron, do we see testing coming to an end, one, you know, in your profession for all these sports? And how how valuable is testing with so many false positives and so many false negatives? Like what, you know, parents are like, do we really have to do this? Like what, what are your thoughts on all of this? Well, first with the end in sight, I, I don't necessarily have an end date for you. I haven't heard of anything as far as a stop date for testing for the indoor sports. Um, I believe if we ever get to the yellow tier, that may go away. Uh, might be a little bit of a long shot. You know, yeah. We're working on it. The numbers are increasing every every day. Um, increasing, like going down. Or, sorry, excuse me. Yes. Yeah, we care, we care, we're not starting a new pandemic. No, right no, here. no. <laughs> my fault. Haven't had my coffee this morning. Yeah, but and so, for those that are listening, sorry to cut you off. The, the yellow, the most lenient tier so right now, for those of you that may not know, in, in orange tier, which we are officially in this week, it's um, th- uh, three or less per 100,000 cases in a county in order to open up to that tier. So we are. I think we're at – we're either at three or it might be four and less. We're at 3.3. But the next tier, which would allow indoor sports to return without restrictions, according to what we know, has to be less than one person per 100,000. So do the math on that if you're listening, if you're watching. That's that's a pretty incredible number to try to reach. I mean, that's like that's like people can't be sick, essentially. Right, but. right. As far as value in the testing, I think there is. Um, there are a lot of people that are very concerned about COVID still, mm-hmm. even with the vaccinations rolling out and the numbers are decreasing. Um, a lot more people taking precautions. But there are a <clears> – <throat> I'm coming across a large number of people that are, are still concerned about it, and I know that testing our athletes and our coaches and the people that are in the gym. And when we get those negative tests back, it puts their mind at ease and they're more um, amenable to allowing their students to participate. Yeah. You know, we, we're trying to do everything we can to allow the kids to participate. Yeah. And, and there are families out there that need to see those negative tests and need to have that reassurance that we're doing everything that we can do to allow all of our athletes, student athletes and 
fans eventually when they come in to participate safely. Yeah. So in that sense, yes, there is a lot of value in the testing. Mm-hmm. Um, like it, a peace of mind. Peace of mind, yeah. for sure. Um, our testing, we've been doing it now, what, three weeks, three, I think? Four weeks, yeah. Three or four weeks. Um, all the results have come back great. There's been no positive tests, which is great. Our community is doing yeah. a fantastic job of... Well done, Trent Nation. That's right. Thank you to all the families out there for, for yeah. doing your part. And those of you that may not know, or this is your first time listening, Ron is our assistant AD of sports medicine and campus health. So m- his main job this school year at Pacifica has been um, being kind of the leadership of our COVID team, making sure mm-hmm. our athletes are getting back to play healthy, following state guidelines. So he is um, very you know, knowledgeable in this. So him, just in case those may not know, Ron, what right. you do. But you, you spend long hours doing this for sure. <laughs> A lot of time behind, behind the scenes on, on the COVID uh, topic. But... You know what? It's going. I hope it ends soon. Yeah. Uh, it, it would be nice not to have to go through the challenges of testing and making sure everybody's there with the paperwork and everything. But you know what? I'm all for doing it as if that allows us to get the kids in the gym, allows um, everybody to participate because that's what it again what it's all about. Yeah. And I love seeing the kids in the gym or the kids on the soccer field, you know, whatever it may be. It's just great to see the kids out there. Yeah. And participating. So. Testing is what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do, yeah. and I'm and, all for it. And I think it's fair to say, you know, through, um, you know, this this may be a hot topic for some people. And it is what it is. It's a podcast. and do what we want right here, right? But <laughs> the reality is from everything we've seen, Ron, from, from data and science and NFHS has sent out a ton of stuff from their um, sports medicine advisory committee. You know, yes, we are going through the protocols of making sure these kids are testing, but kids aren't necessarily catching COVID by playing volleyball games in the gym. No. So the separate sides of the court. Right. Um, or or basketball when it's a close, you know. So I want to encourage our parents that the data does show and it's out there, and mm-hmm. we can put some links up later on our on our YouTube channels and whatnot. But you know, we we not only are just testing for the sake of testing, we're doing it because we do believe that we can run our programs, our indoor sports, in a safe manner. We've been doing it, and we're four Absolutely. weeks now clear of no positive test. And 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 Pacific has only had seven cases all year, right? And, and a lot of those weren't transmitted. I think all of them weren't even transmitted through school. Oh, yeah. I can I, – I've tracked all of them. Yeah. I can for sure 100% tell you that there has been no contraction of COVID or transmission of COVID on campus. Yeah. In the classroom, in any of our athletics. Yeah. So I, I can document that. I, I keep track of all of it. Yeah. No, and, and it's encouraging, and I appreciate all your work there. I know our community um, is thankful for that, the yeah. early morning setting up all those tests. You know, it's, it's a lot. Um, what, what do you guys, you know, f- some other questions maybe we've gotten and I know we have, and then we'll jump into some of our other ones, but is there a postseason? you know, Jeff y- in your circles, you know, Ron, you may be a little bit more removed cause you're more on the, the sports medicine side, right. but Jeff, do you think there'll be a postseason for indoor sports? Cause there it's different for outdoor sports. Yeah. CIF is supposed to make the announcement by April 13th okay. of, uh, the uh, season two, I guess, which would be the indoor sports right now, the volleyball boys, volleyball. Uh, basketballs so we'll find out by april 13th yeah i know on the soccer front um i I sit on our southern california coaches association advisory committee um it does look like we will have a postseason um for outdoor sports um season two sports football unfortunately they're just kind of playing for the sake of playing but i know our boys and girls soccer lacrosse they're looking like they will have um, postseason play they're submitting all the league requirements i think today um to cif for outdoor sports so what leagues are coming to fruition um, now, how they actually map that out, Jeff, we've heard wrong. We've heard all kinds of stories. Mm-hmm. Some, if you just have a team and roll out and play, they might make you in the postseason because um, they need to fill spots. So that that's an interesting thought. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, we were thinking about that too. You, 
it could have been fun just to extend the season like three weeks to give everybody more games and yeah. not have playoffs. But then, you know, a lot of a lot of people want playoffs. Yeah. I just want I just like seeing all, all the kids play. Yeah. 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 Getting kids playing is, is by far. And for parents too, you guys, the, the season is not it's not a normal season. So so obviously we know we're in COVID, but um I have had a few people ask when does when do these seasons end? You know, the season two, which is going on right now, it's going into May. Um, even even some sports, I know playoff for boys basketball is early June. So, you know, keep that in mind as you guys start planning your end of the years and your trips. I know spring break is typically not a time where all these sports are taking place. Um, and a lot of our coaches have worked with you with you parents. But um, this doesn't just end here in a couple weeks. These seasons are going to be running for at least another two months, potentially with postseason runs and moving into June. Um, where maybe sometimes we're we're not thinking we're playing hopefully a basketball final in June, right? Um, so, Ron, I, you know, I want to talk with you a little bit. What are some, you know, parents have asked throughout the year and even some other ADs, you know, we, Ron had, for our listeners, put together a great, um, so Pacifica, which I'm proud of my team, and I'm going to brag about these guys, they've worked tirelessly since last summer. Pacifica has been, in my opinion, from a school standpoint, but specifically at athletics, kind of tip of the spear in the sense of we were we were putting kids and pushing that line and making sure and seeing the value that athletics has in the the life of a young person. And if you know Ron Sampson did a Triton talk, go to our Instagram and check it out. He hit it on the head that the social, the emotional, the spiritual, the mental aspect of these kids is just as important as anything else. Um, and I said this a couple of weeks ago on one of our shows. Never in the history of time has athletics been stripped away from our kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, to the point where basketball rims were being taken down from public parks, to the point where hoops were being wrapped up and soccer goals were being chained and you'd get kicked off a field for running. So we at Pacifica has seen the value that it takes and our team has done an incredible job. But Ron, you put together, long story short, you worked hard and put together a return to play policy mm-hmm. um, with for COVID specifically and kind of gym policies on what we're doing when we're hosting volleyball games, how those are different, hosting basketball games, how those are different. Talk to some of, you know, talk a little bit about that because people are curious. Other schools have reached out and taken our policy because it was written right. so well. What right. are some things we're doing differently that we've been doing this entire time that we'll continue to do for as long as we have to that has helped us find so much success with COVID cases and all that stuff? I think we took um, – our protocols are, are taken from the NFHS mm-hmm. um, guidelines. Um, CDPH is in there, uh, CDC. Uh, a little bit of common sense, <laughs> I, I think. Well, um, if only the world had more of that, right? <laughs> right. And, and I know that can be subjective to different people. You know, what you mm-hmm. and I, what the three of us think is common sense may be different than who may be listening. Yeah, or the three amigos of some people, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So um, taking all the guidelines into consideration and coming up with a game plan that would allow us the most success and would allow us the best opportunity to get our kids active Mm -hmm. without really breaking any rules. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? So um, looking, NFHS was a big one. Um, And I know California is a little bit more strict Mm -hmm. when it comes to those things. Um, Not that I was disregarding what California guidelines are, Mm -hmm. but I was mainly going off of what the science was telling us, Mm -hmm. right? And putting those things together and mixing that with common sense and what you just said a while ago, there's, there's really no science out there that shows that kids playing basketball, volleyball in a gym are a getting COVID or transmitting COVID to other people, other mm-hmm. athletes. So I took all that into consideration when coming up with the guidelines and that has allowed us to allow our athletes back in the gym 
sooner. I think we did that mm-hmm. sooner than most schools in California. Um, it was done safely. Every way we, we, we have a screening process in mm-hmm. place. Um, and again, I think it's been successful because we've had no transmission of or contraction of COVID yeah. with any of our athletic teams. That, mm-hmm. that, that answers your yeah, question. Yeah. And I yeah. think, I think to, you know, and Jeff can speak into this cause he does most of break up and set up at schools, but you know, Jeff for like a volleyball game, you know, what are some of the things we're doing differently? I know teams don't change sides, like things like that. Speak into that a little bit. Yeah. Teams stay on the same side. They're. Benches are three to six, their chairs are three to six feet apart. Um, you know, standard stuff is all the high school community is seeing. You don't shake hands before the game for the volleyball. You do the thumbs up or whatever, the air five, whatever it may be. <laughs> um, and then the officials coming in have been great. Our officials for volleyball and basketball have been great, and they try to stay socially distanced. Mm-hmm. And I think everybody has seen that like, if we just do our part, our, the, yeah. the, the kids get to find the reward. Yes. Right. And uh, yeah, I mean, we've we've been really, really lucky and good at the same time to have, you know, Ron kind of leading the way on that and giving us all that game plan to follow. And and we followed it and we've been successful. So it's been great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and Mariah has done a great job with um, our spectator side of things, pushing everything we have to, to social and, and live stream. Um, I think that has been a huge blessing for our school and for our community. I know parents are just dying to get back in the gym and, and we'll talk more about that in a sec, but I think, you know, our live streaming has been top notch. I think Jeff, you've mm-hmm. been our commentator, a few of our matches there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I think we had our highest views, you know, with, with you running those games, um, as a commentator there. Oh, the chick hern. But what <laughs> separates our live stream is that you can see the actual score of the volleyball match. It's down there. Um, we have live commentators. And Mariah's, I mean, gosh, I, I've seen, a, and you guys have too, a handful of other live streams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think she's put together the, the number one live stream in Southern California high school sports. Yeah. I, I really believe it. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, go, go check it out on our YouTube and uh, give us your thoughts on that. I think it's done really, really well. Yeah. Absolutely. Give it, Give us a subscribe. Give us a like. It makes her day. You know, she works tirelessly. Families, parents, you know, even if you just want to watch a good basketball game. We got commercials. We got everything on that thing. And if you want to get more involved, you can shoot us an email. Um, go to our athletic website. You can find more about that there. Um, so sticking on the topic of live streaming, you know, it has been great. It's been fantastic. But one of the questions we we got this week is, uh, when will fans be allowed back in? That is the million dollar question. <laughs> um, you guys want to answer that one, or would you? Want to you go ahead, big dog. Yeah, you go ahead. <laughs> I, I, I think it's. I think we're ready for it. Yeah. So I think for we're sure. ready. Unfortunately, we're never going to let fans in the rest of the year. So you just have to deal with that. <laughs> one. No, I'm just kidding. Everybody's looking at me like freaking out. Um, I am excited though to announce. You know, after much talk and time, and I want to. I do. I do want to share with like our community kind of why um, we have been the forefront in so many areas, but in the fans one, I think we have. Um, been a little bit on the the tail end of it you Mm -hmm. know our families know we all know we can go to another school's gym and they'll let you in and they'll they'll have spectators and there are some schools that are still very strict we uh tennis just played a match where no fans were allowed and it was outdoors and it is what it is every school's gonna do its best for their community but you know i definitely want our community to know it has not been we have not been letting not we have not been not letting fans in purely because we don't want them there um we see that we see the value in our community being present the energy it brings. I mean, Jeff, you're 10 points better with fans in the gym. Absolutely. Yep. You know, yeah. um, the culture building, all that we see and it matters, but it's important. Our community understands, you know, a big reason for us of not letting fans in right away is my team is working tirelessly to make these things happen. 
Um, most of us are coaching. Most of us are also involved with COVID leadership teams. We're involved with student life. So the idea of, okay, just because we can doesn't necessarily mean we should. We needed to get, in my opinion, as kind of taking the brunt of it, um, I wanted my team to get our feet wet in getting testing sorted out, getting our kids back in the gym, getting our coaches on board um, with this idea of playing. And now we're a small school, but we have, what, 10 programs going on right now? I mean, yeah. we are all over the place with JV golf and tennis and track and field and soccer and you name it, tennis. But so our community, I want you guys to know, it, it was a methodical decision for me to give myself and my team the ability to catch our breath, the ability to... Um, move into this new season of letting people into our games, letting people come and support their children, their kids, um, in a way that we felt we could do do it the right way. So with that, with knowing there was a reason, you know, I'm excited to announce that we will be allowing fans back into our gym um, for the very first time on April 17th. That is, we have a triple header that day. Girls right, basketball nice. plays Estancia at 12 o'clock on a Saturday, followed by boys JV volleyball and boys varsity basketball um, against Sage Hill. So that is uh, going to be the, the opener to our fans coming into the season. We hope you guys are excited. We're excited to finally get to that point. There is going to be kind of a registration process. We are going to send out more information later about how many kids, parents can come and whatnot. But I promise you it will be a great time. All parents will be able to come watch their children play. All siblings will be able to come. And more importantly, our students will be able to start get a little bit of normalcy back. So um, that was a big question. That was one that um, I wanted to make clear. So are you guys ready? Ready. Absolutely. Ready yeah. for this? Let's go. Right. Yep. Are you ready? Yeah. It's going to be, she's yelling from the back. Yes. And, and our live stream will continue just because we have fans does not mean our live stream will not happen. We've, um, she's done a great job with that. We are going to continue to live stream for as long as we can. Indefinitely. That is something we will be continuing to do, um, through that. Some thoughts for you guys, you know, a question we have on our podcast. Um, we talked a little bit, one of the questions was, will championships happen this year? We talked a little bit about postseason, how it's different sport to sport. Um, this one may be a little bit broader, but it is a good question. How, in your guys' opinions, and from what we've seen, how has Pacifica come out a step ahead of this through the pandemic? What have we done? The specific question is how has Pacifica adapted to the pandemic, and how are we coming out of it? And what are our goals moving forward into next season? Um, what are your guys' thoughts on that? I'll take a shot at that one first. Yeah. <laughs> so how have we come out ahead? I, I think you kind of touched on it earlier when you – mentioned the protocols that we've come up with to allow our students to participate in athletics and, and be active. Other schools have borrowed those those policies and procedures. Mm -hmm. So that tells me that that what we're doing is very, very good. Mm -hmm. um, if, if other schools want to want to copy what we're doing, we're doing something right. Yeah. Right. And they other schools see the success that we're having in that in that area. So I think we've we've come out ahead in that area. I think also with that being said, our success record shows that we're able to allow these kids to participate, and there really hasn't been any. There's there's been no COVID. Mm -hmm. There's been no nobody getting sick. Nobody no transmission. Knock on wood, everybody. Exactly. Like <laughs> yeah. That. No. So, um, and not to say that it couldn't happen. I mean, I'm not naive to that. But I think what we've been doing has been very solid. Mm -hmm. I think that we're going to take that into next year, whatever next year brings, as far as COVID related issues. I think we're going to be very well prepared for it. Um, and I think it's also going to show us that we can be active and we can operate as normally as possible within whatever guidelines are, are given to us. Yeah. Right. Because again, we've been going as much as we can for 
all school year. Salute. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> thank you. I think I think we've come out ahead in that area. I, yeah. I think we're kind of pioneering. Yeah. Some of the That's a good word pioneering. Thank Tip you. Of the spirit was the right one. Pioneering right. is better. Pioneering some of the trends and how we're going to operate within the COVID world because it's obviously it's not going to go away anytime soon. I don't yeah. think. Um, but yeah, Coach, what do you think? You said that very well, Ron. Everything that I wanted to say, you said. I do want to add though. I think we're connected. Our our community's connected, mm. and I think oh, we've one, given yeah. great data, and, and we've we have results now mm. that we've done it safe, we've done it right, and we've done it all for one reason. That was for our student athletes. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Yeah. And community buy-in's been huge. Yeah. You yeah. know, because I don't think we would have been as successful as we've been if if the community wasn't behind what we were doing. Yeah. And we've all, we've all said you can't make everybody happy in every certain situation. But overall, there has been such great community support yep. that allows us to do this. And it makes me feel good to know that what we're doing is positive for the kids and for the community. Yeah. And it's very, it's very encouraging to keep going. Yeah. Right. Because it would be a drag if we were just getting negative pushback on everything. 100%. You know, so just thank you, everybody out there who may be listening and or, and or watching. Just the, the positive feedback has been wonderful and yeah. it's very encouraging for us, yeah. for me especially. Yeah. No, I, I concur. Like you guys, our, our Triton Nation has been incredible. I mean, um, even in our darkest hours, I feel like our school rallied, our school came together from mm-hmm. our administration, our board, our teachers, everyone um, did their part to help continue to move Pacifica in the right way. And, and my thoughts on, you know, how do we come out of this, you know, going into this pandemic, the, the things that I wanted to focus on was, um, you know, Pacifica being such a small school, you know, our freshmen coming in are not getting a true high school experience, at least the Pacifica way, things like the all school retreat, um, dig pink, I mean, you name it culturally, mm-hmm. socially, physically, all of it. My hope and my goal was to do everything we could to give these kids the as much normalcy as possible. Um, and doing that to Ron's point in a manner that was safe, that we can control, um, that was helping these kids stay connected. So my goal through pandemic from an internal standpoint was that if we can't play games, well, you know, we're going to be practicing and if we can't practice then we're going to do team parties. If we can't do team parties. We're going to go to the beach and sit outside and watch the sunset. Like we're going to continue. And our coaches have been great. There was a point where I told our coaches, Hey, you're not allowed to practice, but you need to go figure out a team activity on the beach. School will cover it. If it's a bonfire, if it's you're allowed to be outdoor, like let's continue to find ways to keep our kids connected. And the three of us, I remember we sat in a room with a big whiteboard and, and we sat there and like, I think, yeah, we were the three of us and we did pros and cons lists. What's the value? What are we trying to accomplish? And at the end of the day, I want our community to know like my team, these guys, you know, Mariah, everyone there, our ultimate goal has always been your kids. Yes. And, yes. and sports aside, it's been doing what we can to help them get involved and get connected and have somewhat of a normal high school experience. So that has been our ultimate goal. We use athletics. Our job is athletics is our tool to do that. And we did the best we could and we've done a great job. Um, so I think internally that was my goal and I see us coming out light years ahead. Mm-hmm. I see other schools not being able to do that. And externally more outward facing, I wanted us to build an infrastructure within our athletic department that showed the community in the world, what we're doing, how we're doing it. And that when we come out of this, we come out looking even more professional than we went in. Um, which maybe is hard for some people to understand that, or even I know schools have either gone backwards or shut down, but I can honestly say, I feel like with the help of you guys and Mariah and our community, like, I think we're, we're coming out better than we went in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, from an external standpoint, our social media platforms are growing. Our staff is growing. Um, our connectivity with our coaches has been growing. I've had more time with our coaches through this pandemic meeting one-on-one you guys have with your team. Um, I think it forced us to be more intentional. 
with our with our kids in our community and externally yeah. i think we're going to come out ahead of that um i don't know if you guys have any piggy thoughts on that one yeah i agree no um, totally but so we're coming up on 28 minutes um you know this this was a, a time for us to share a little bit about what we're doing how we're doing it why we're doing it um i'm grateful for you guys i'm grateful for mariah and our team um you know i guess the last maybe question and topic that we could touch on in 90 seconds or so um, would be what is what does the summer look like for high school athletes right now is you know from what Jeff you're hearing from indoor world Ron from a sports medicine side are kids going to be taking a break or are we going to go right into summer ball are we going to be like okay transitioning are we expecting you know basketball to have fall season right away is girls volleyball which just ended going to start in July you know what are your guys thoughts on that and what you're hearing I hope we go right away I'd love to take my guys to a team camp and some tournaments and um, to, to build our, our culture because we missed out on that. And yeah. I hope all the sports mm-hmm. get that opportunity for kids to travel somewhere and the, to sleep in a dorm room and have cafeteria food and then go play eight, eight volleyball games or nine basketball games in a weekend. Mm-hmm. So fingers crossed on that one. Yeah. I would imagine they're going to go go right into things in the summer. Um, the kids are going to want to. Families are going yeah. to want to. Um, the kids, I think it's better for the kids. They've had t- so much time just sitting around not doing anything, yeah. and now to be allowed to do stuff, they're going to go. They're going to go into it, and which is good from a health aspect, just to keep them active, keep yeah. them going, and prepare them for potentially a regular fall season. Mm. You know, I, one of the things that's always troubling or concerning coming off of a summer is you always see the kids that were inactive over the summer mm. in a non-COVID year. Yeah, you know, hopefully this, you know, having sat so long. We'll encourage people just to stay active. If they've been active the last couple of months, they're probably going to kind of want to stay active. Yeah, and I think that will benefit everybody in the fall when sports starts yeah. back up. And I know for our listeners, Pacific Christian's intention is to roll into our summer programs. We're hoping to roll out some of our summer camps mm-hmm. um, this summer for our different sports and our different programs. But yeah, you know, girls uh, CIF with girls volleyball, their their first match is set August thirteenth. So it means we'll start start up here in July with tryouts and preseason and get three, four weeks in before that, and, and we're off and running. So parents, you know, our goal is to continue moving forward. Our goal is to continue to keep things back to normal. Um, there are a lot of exciting things going into next year. The girls' sand volleyball is now officially a CIF sport, so okay. we'll be rolling that out next year. We've already had boys and girls sand, but now that it is an official CIF sport, we're excited to kind of get that one launching off the ground to continue to grow our, our programs. And it's important, too, people to understand we've grown over this time. During mm-hmm. this pandemic, we've added girls' tennis. We've added JV boys' golf. Our girls' golf program's on the verge of being two teams. We have um, multiple programs with lower levels, so our goal is to continue to grow that. Um, continue to advance our students and give them the best experience possible. Our new building is set to open up, so that's exciting. Yeah, um, yeah you know, and some fun, um, fun transitions there with our new campus and our old campus and upgrades that we're planning to do. So mm-hmm. there's a lot moving. There's a lot. If you're a family that's listening who's curious about Pacifica, you know, come check us out. Come reach out to one of us. We'd love to talk more about what we're doing at our school and our community. Um, Thirty seconds. Last thing. Who's gonna win this thing? Mark Madness. Zags. Yeah. Yeah, they're just too tough. You think the Zags? No yeah. one, no one at UCLA. Huh? Shout out to X Triton, Dominic Harris. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, yeah Dom, Dom, and we had we had what, four, three Pac-12 teams, four West Coast teams in the lead eight. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, there's yeah. there's some good ball Repping on the side of the country for sure. I my back, my bracket's blown. I had Michigan and Arkansas in the final, so I mean, yeah, this far. Well, I still have uh, I have Baylor and the Zags meeting in, in the really? championship game, so I'm still alive you and me both, there. Buddy. Yeah. 
Okay. But other than that, yeah, my bracket was so, destroyed. Zags, Zags. I'm just going to go with UCLA because I'm a Bruins fan. Let's see. I, I just want them to, to, to beat the Zags. They don't win it. They don't win it. But okay. it's time for UCLA to get some prominence back. But <laughs> all right, guys. Hey, thanks for being here. We all have busy schedules. Thank you to our listeners. Thank you um, for all your support. Go on to our website, PacificAthletics.org. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Check out. We have home basketball games uh, this Thursday. Doubleheader, girls basketball, boys basketball. We also have a watch party coming out. Go ahead and sign up for that. Um, until next time. See you guys. Go Dryden.